All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the More Than Conversation podcast, where we do life together and talk, talk about, about it. it. All right. Actually, I don't think your mic's on. Is it? Check it. It, it oh. was not on. Okay. I got the end. Talk about it <laughs> with the mic off. It's okay. You can keep going, Trey. Solid. All right. So, um, of course, you know, I'm here with my my lovely co-host of peoples. Go ahead and introduce yourself. It's your girl Ab back at it again. Yeah, you see, it's your boy Ash. Take it easy. Um, it's Ashley. And you know, it's your boy Trey. If we did it my way, we, we did, did it every day. day. All right. Day. So, how y'all days been? Y'all weeks? Anything that y'all want to touch on before we get into the topic? Um, days been cool. Weeks been cool. Just taking life one day at a time, really. That's all you can do. Just show up for thing. Show up that day for everything you have to do that day. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Mm. Right. Mm. Surrender to the process. Facts. That's cool. Um, it's been good. I learned that we have to hate everything, not literally, but I mean, always put God first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that we're supposed to hate everything. I always put God first. Um, okay. You know, I'm going to need you to, like, tie those two things together properly once we start getting into the topic for her. But um, until then, my day was cool, like Ebony said, bro. Ain't even much to touch on, for real. Every day is the same thing. But not anymore because we got hired Collins. Huh. See how I did that? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Zero out of ten. <laughs> well, I liked it. And that's really what matters. It's just what you think about yourself and what God thinks about you. Look how you just trying to spin everything. I bet. Okay. I'm getting there. I'll let you have it. It's fine. Yeah. So, of course, um, this episode, we're going to be talking about having a higher calling. You know, what is your calling? What is your purpose? So, basically, uh, where you're at in life right now might not be um, where you're going to be in life in the next 10 years or 20 years. So, basically, you're going to keep evolving. You're going to keep growing. So, you know, how do you get to where you need to be? Anybody want to start us off? Um, finding your calling and finding your purpose. I feel like it's a daily process um, because everything we've been talking about so far in this series, coming to God, reading your Bible, prayer, um, and dying to yourself every day. I think all those things are the stepping stones that lead you to this point where you're obeying God, you're reading your word, you're praying, you're dying to yourself, and now you're at the point where it's like, where do I go from here? Like, what did you put me on this earth to do? Because we're all put here to do something. Ultimately, I feel like our purpose in general is to just win souls for the kingdom, share the gospel, um, and remain close to God. But I feel like we're all called to be put in different places to do so. Yeah. Like, there are certain people that are called to be um, hairdressers, and that with that calling, they use that platform to tell people about God, to share the gospel, to info conversations about like who God is and what he does and stuff like that. So I feel like um, everything we shared, shared so far in regards to basically the practical ways to be a believer or the stepping stones of doing so, um, I just think... It's seeking God with your whole heart, um, 
and not just seeking him but trusting him because you can see god and still not truly trust him because we say we trust him and still try to take everything into our own hands and just do things for money like just we just settle for a lot of things because we don't trust that god has a calling and a purpose for us but i mean the bible says in proverbs trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight so i feel like we don't realize there's a disconnect in the trust in him with all your heart we be missing that not leaning on our own understanding because we always try to find the logic in the things that god does and god operates out outside of our logic um in all your ways submit to him we pick and choose where and how we want to submit to god we only want to submit to god in the areas of our life that are comfortable right so when it starts to get uncomfortable then we're just like yeah god but like yeah but like no like yeah but like no you're like can you please put somebody else here yeah (laughs) so like in all your ways submit to him and then he will make your path straight we want to skip all of that and just uh, he will make your path straight instead of realizing that there's a submission there's trusting there's a giving of oneself that has to happen um because being guided into your purpose takes obedience and we say god i want you to show me what you have for me show me where i'm called to be and then we realize it's not easy to get there and we're like yeah uh no i'll just stay right here because i'm comfy right um i feel like when you are in those beginning stages of stepping into that calling um you have to have the revelation of that god actually has a plan for me like there is a plan for me regardless of if i know what it is exactly or if i don't know what it is like it is there so and then it's going to take a level of dying to yourself as well because you have to lay your life down for the call Mm. and it's it takes a lot of surrendering because say i remember i remember we were in young adults for example and one of the girls in there said oh i could sing and she said i could have assumed that god wanted me to get up on that stage and worship but that's not what he wanted me to do so it's like she laid down what she thought she laid down her life her her um her perspective mm-hmm. her, her own understanding her own understanding yeah so that she could um so that she can receive yeah and th- the thing is like it doesn't necessarily have to be your career to right you don't have to tie your career to your co- well you don't have to subject your career as just your calling because uh, Jesus was a carpenter. Yeah. And he had a higher calling. Mm-hmm. Um, and being Peter, a carpenter probably didn't really had nothing to do with his calling. Peter, <laughs> Peter um, was a fisherman. And instead of fishing for just fish and sea life, like he became, fishers, uh, he became a fisher of men. Mm. And Matthew was working with the tax collectors and instead of taking account of money and goods he ended up taking account of what was going on during the time of jesus that's so So true that's good they can all be tied to different things like you can be a lawyer or you can be a scientist but you may end up having to 
mentor some young people who are under you or, or some older people who are working with you so because they may have more of an impact towards the world where god uses you to impact their lives to the point where they help to i guess impact the, um like to help for the greater good i would say to reflect on the most lives as possible in a sense like you can be let's say like a regular um what, what are the types of lawyers like a, a litigation lawyer, lawyer. lawyer. C- yeah criminal lawyer um, yeah like like you could be representing criminals like the you could be representing criminals like the like the worst of the worst but some people may look at you as a bad person because you're trying to let the bad people out but who knows if like, if you're a person of god you may end up impacting those same criminals to the point where you're helping giving them a, a second chance because Look at Paul. Not even Paul. Paul, who was Saul. Saul was a persecutor of the Christians. And people scolded him or, or talked about him. And when they saw him in places, they're like, oh, that's the persecutor. That's the person who was killing us. Who was killing us. But he was given a second chance. And he became he one of the... Yeah, he became one of the greatest people who, who followed God. Or who lived for God, I would say. And... It just shows you how it doesn't just stop at your career or your job. It doesn't just stop there. So you don't have to just tie yourself to that and be like, this is all that I have to do for the rest of my life. No, like there can be other situations where it ties to an even greater purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say um, like even for myself, bro, I can't I have no idea what my calling is right now. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I've already gone through school. You know, I've already done my undergrad. I've gotten a degree. You know, who am I to say if I'm even going to use that degree? If that's even God's purpose for me to even use that degree. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? What's so, your degree in? Chemistry. Do you like it? I did. You did? No, I like it. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm playing. I actually do like chemistry. Mm-hmm. But um, what can you do with that degree? A lot. Um, it depends. You can go into cosmetics. You can go to um, industrialization. You know, regular scientist research. Mm-hmm. I forgot you was smart, smart. I I, I saw this sermon. I saw this sermon. I listened to the sermon that said like, you can your purpose or your calling can be tied to things that frustrate you, or that that's always yeah, on your mind. Like if you it frustrates change. you, then that's like, what you. If you yeah, if you I've can heard think of too. something that frustrates you, or that's something that you want to change, but you just don't have the ability or the the connect to. That may be something that's calling you to do something more, to do something better, to change. Mm-hmm. And that's a way to so find true. your calling. Oh, I thought you had something to say? No, go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Yeah, so basically what I was getting to is just the fact that, you know, even though I spent, you know, four years of my life trying to get that degree, mm-hmm. I'm also now in a mind place where it's like, even though I put all that time in, that doesn't mean that it's going to be a waste if I don't use it. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, true. Like life changes all the That's time. Good. Yeah. That's good. Know what I mean? True. Your trajectory is is gonna be different based on what happens to you, what happens to those around you, people you meet, right? You know everything like that. Yeah. So basically, like if you have a life plan, bro, that's your life plan, and you can't put a hundred percent trust into your life plan because it's God's plan, not yeah. your plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, many other plans in a man's heart. Yeah, but at the end of the day. 
you know it's god's plan that'll always um yeah, prevail bro. so you gotta be fluent bro if something not working out the way you don't want it to bro you might just gotta ride that wave and see where you take it you're right and it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you would say like it's a waste because like you could have learned a lot of different things um during that journey yeah that degree like, may yeah. have been right you. like college may have been more about the things that you experienced rather than the degree itself. the degree yeah. itself mm-hmm. college might be meant to teach you work ethic to teach you um how to stay on top of things how to prioritize things like there's more to college than your degree yeah um, i mean that in general but like i get you not knowing like if you're supposed to use it because i went to college for music and um i serve on the worship team but i'm not i don't think mm-hmm. that being anywhere in the music industry or stuff like that is like is it like the calling for you you know what just hit me just now so you know how like we go to school and there's like a curriculum like a mm-hmm. step-by-step of like what we need to learn in order to like get to this level like to go up a grade or what have you it's like god has his own curriculum you know it's like regardless of if you go to a school or don't go to a school it's like he has his own curriculum Mm. in life that he sets out for each of us because we each have a different curriculum Mm. and he knows what he needs to take us through he knows what um what we need to learn he knows what tests we need to take as well Mm. so it's like even if like you're looking at like in the natural and you're seeing like oh i'm not educated enough or I'm not going to use this degree in this way. It's like, just remember, it's like God has his own curriculum for you. Like, it's like that unseen schooling that you're getting. That's so, that's a great observation. That is such a good observation. And like, truthfully, um, like we talking about Collins, I want y'all to know anyone listening or watching, we all trying to figure it out. Like, we are literally in our 20s still, like, going through the motions, um, trying to figure it out because... Some some people in their 50s and 60s... Still don't know. Like, people don't... Some retirees still trying to figure it out. Still trying to figure it out or or they've they've never, you know, walked in it. And I know there are, like, a lot of technicalities between calling and purpose and all this other stuff. Like, we ain't really trying to get into, like, all those technical, technical things. Like, it's more so, like, in general, just understanding that god has a purpose for you everybody loves jeremiah 29 11, for i know the plans i have for you says the lord they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope obviously when we look at it in context um this specific message was for the people in that time i think for like wherever whatever stage the israelites was in in that time it was for them but we like to use this for us as well and it's true because before we were formed in our mother's womb god knew us like um and he called you you were called on purpose for a purpose i think that's the saying and like if he called you to it he'll equip you for it right because um like we were saying in the girl talk um how i feel like i'm an annoying person because i talk so much i don't think that i talk so much just because i want to talk so much i talk a lot because god has a lot for me to say and i'm insecure in that area because the devil wants me to shut up but there's a calling on my life to speak and i don't think i would have gotten the idea for this podcast at all out of um a fast that i was doing had this not been something that god um wanted me to do and i kid y'all not like every single time that 
I am ready to give up. I don't want to do it anymore. Or like I'm overwhelmed. I feel like somehow, some way, God always sends someone or something to like remind me to and keep going. You. Like there's always that reassurance. So that's another thing. If you feel, I feel like you're calling a purpose. There's like this urgency in your spirit, like to do it. And when you're doing it, you might not see the fruit in that moment. It might seem like you're doing this for nothing. Like nobody could see you. Nobody noticed what you're doing. Like, don't worry about that. Because God at some point is going to, it's not going to be a daily thing. But there are going to be times, wow, why is this so zoomed out? Oh, my God. There are going to be times where God is going to pop up and send somebody to remind you, hey, keep going. Hey, you're doing a good job. Or like the social media you're working on will just blow up out of nowhere. Or like someone will leave a comment. Someone will send a DM. Like God is really good at sending reminders, but you still have to remember your why. Yeah, like we never really know like what path life may take us because like, purpose and calling like when god tells you um like to go into a certain situation like you never know where you might end up you may end up meeting like an ambassador or a president or someone who's in charge of this agency or that foundation or the red cross like these are all things that affect people or disney like who who knows like google like these are all um, organizations and and and, and companies he no, said disney like, i was like eh, no no nope, but that's what i'm trying to say like we like there may be situations or opportunities where god places one of his disciples or one of his children into these organizations for things to pop off for yeah. for, for because like for you to be the change you want the other see. day i was listening on um moody radio people always say like oh pray for this and pray for that but when you tell them to pray for an organization that's corrupted, they'd be like, no, why would we pray for them? But this organization is still a part of this world. So they'll yeah. have an effect on your life, on your children's life, on your grandkids' life. So you should pray for with, them. You with Ukraine, they was like, pray for Ukraine. And, and I Russia. did. But I also prayed for Russia yeah, that their hearts saying, be changed. And people saying, why pray for Russia? Because it, it's... They it's, need to yeah, be changed it, as well. Like, exactly, it's not so, just that. Like, like it's... Yeah. And so like your calling may take you into the trenches to places <laughs> where yeah, places where you, you may never not even thought you like, wanted to go. And, you never wanted to go. But all this that. is how God this is how God acts like with, with David, his calling. The man was a shepherd boy. The man was tending to, to, to animals, ended up in the palace, ended up and on the you battlefield. You know what's crazy about that, right? David was anointed. He come out the field. Mm -hmm. First of all, and he, he was sent back. He wasn't even who they was looking for. Exactly. They was going based off looks. They wasn't even checking for David, right? And then David was appointed, and way gone back in the field. Exactly. David, he get went a slab through, of oil on him. David Boom, he said, went Go back through to the field. so much. David was running mm -hmm. and tried to. He almost get killed, and he still like, like David went through a lot before he ended up where he was supposed to be in the kingdom uh, same with joseph joseph, joseph, had, say, joseph yeah. got i mean how, i don't know how many brothers he had a lot but they threw him out like yeah to the to the wolves to the, to the world to the wind you know 
just cancel yeah they sold him out. and everything and he ended up in the palace once and when he ended up in the palace he probably was like yep this is it this is the dream and then life was like no it's not and then the woman lie on him and he get thrown in jail and his his calling was based off of him like trusting in god having discernment um not um hardening his heart like he had to be open to these things because the man was placed right in front of the people who sold him out. And he was in jail. And he, he had was to forgive in jail. Them. He had to forgive them. I just be the top that top dog in the jail. I just wonder, and like, like he was placed in high places as well inside the palace. Yeah. Like, when um, was it Pharaoh's wife who tried to come on to him? Like, yeah, and the man could have. No. He he could have juice all right up. I wasn't gonna say that. But <laughs> he could have did, done some things where he um um like could have conspired with her against against the king or, the, or Pharaoh, because all throughout history that's how things happen. Where like nations and 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 kingdom are, are kingdoms are overthrown because of a woman and an outside man. He could have done that, but he followed his calling with God. He he followed like tr- his faith followed with God. To the point where he saw like a bigger picture and not what he would have wanted, because I'm sure his flesh would have wanted revenge. Yeah, I'm cry. sure he would have wanted what would have made him felt good. Feel. Yeah, feel good. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Proper. But yeah, like like when you're put into a, a certain situation, you can pray on it and ask God for clarification, but. If you stench away when you know, like, okay, let me put it like this. If some something is continuously on your mind and even though you're fighting it, it's continuously on your mind to say like, okay, I can do this. I know I it, it could be good, but you don't want to. That's God telling you like, hey, like you should be here. Like, don't fight it too much. I know it's, it's not easy. It's not easy because it's a lot of things that's happened in the Bible where the, the, the disciples... Uh, um, Moses, shoot, even Jesus at a split second, like you say, like, does this really have to happen? But yes, it has to happen. If something's continuously on your mind and it's not going away, that's God. That's your calling. That's the Holy Spirit telling you, like, hey, you're supposed to be here. Don't run away from it. Because if you run away from it, you will be replaced. You will miss it. Who was it that was running away? Was it Noah or Jonah? No, 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 Jonah. Jonah. It was Jonah. There we go. Jonah ran. Jonah was out of there. Moses wanted to run away, but he didn't. He, he stayed. Swallowed away on he big stayed. group of fish. Um, Saul sort of ran, ran away from his calling, but he tried to come back to it without God, and then he jacked it up for everybody. Well, mainly himself, but yeah. Um, who who else? Someone overstayed their calling when they were supposed to leave, and they didn't. I think it was Solomon. No, was it Solomon? Someone overstayed when they were supposed to give up the crown, and they ended up um, like producing, I, I think the worst offspring in the Bible, but uh, the, the worst kings. I think yeah. that was that was in David. David overstayed his calling. This, the uh, yeah, David over like see, it's, it's a lot. Of, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it's a lot. Of, it's all over the place. I feel like ultimately, <laughs> like it says in where did it go in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I feel like ultimately, that's everybody. Like, that's what we call to do everywhere. Yeah. Profess the gospel, not gatekeep it. But Profess the, avenue, it. the avenue is different. 
Yeah, the avenue for everybody is um, it's totally different. Here I go zooming the thing out again. I feel like, yeah, like everybody just called to, you know, profess the gospel and not gatekeep it. I think that's ultimately the goal. But, yeah, everybody avenue different. Um, like so today, some people doing it on on big stages like and sports yeah and oh that's politics that's such a good point not everybody is meant to be on a platform yeah not everybody is meant to start or you may be in a church. classroom the yeah, little guys group. are important not you might not even be recognized you might be a behind the scenes person yeah. and you don't and even know they, they may not even know that they're like that small little group they may be spreading to thousands of other people hundreds of thousands like yeah. literally like so that's um that's amazing like you the little guys are important too like yeah everybody want to be an entrepreneur but the other jobs are just as important too we need custodians we need fast food workers we need waitresses and servers and maids and nannies and like like those are important too like it's not about wouldn't we rather people of god to be all over the world rather than Sinners, and just well, in well, one place. not sinners, because all of us are We're sinners. All but sinners like, but wouldn't you rather people of God to surround the world other than people who are stuck in the world? Like, imagine if we were sur- just surrounded everywhere by people who are of this world then, and not then you people of God. You wouldn't find your community. Mm. You wouldn't find. So, well, you so, can find God, but so you're not gonna find. We, we need people in Hollywood. Yeah. We need people in Google. We need people right. in BET. Right. We need people in YouTube and IG and Facebook and whatever yeah. Disney and wherever else. Like we need people all over the place. Like yeah. God needs His people everywhere. Side note about that. Like even like when I was growing up um, in the church and whatnot. Like obviously you'd be in church with the people who you know would say you know they're also holy mm-hmm. and righteous. They yeah. be in church. But you know, there was only one preacher. But if you stay in church, yeah. But sorry. Oh, nah. I want to know where you're going with that. But nah, um, I, was, I was saying, like, if they just go to church, but they don't actually affect anybody's lives, then you're not really you're ju- you're keeping it to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's almost like you're being selfish. But also about that, it's like you know, even though there's all these people who like are following God, you know, there's only one preacher. There's only the same set of people on the altar. Mm. Um, no difference. Is yeah. There's yeah. no difference. It's just and so back it's and like forth. it's no. But then it's like okay, if you're somebody who's like you know trying to grow in Christ and you know be like a, a super believer, you should go out into the community. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, but not everybody's gonna be a preacher. Yeah. Not everybody's gonna. Not be. Everybody don't have to be a preacher. You could like, tell you people a go- about God at your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could tell people about God on social media you could tell the mailman when he drop off your mail god bless you yeah and he be god or i've seen people be able to tell the gospel because they have tattoos in public Mm -hmm. and people are like oh you're christian but you have all these tattoos and that gives them a gateway to talk about jesus yeah see but that's Mm -hmm. what i'm saying they're not gonna be solely like solely just like jesus they're Mm -hmm. not all gonna be traveling to third world countries you know preaching the gospel like I said, they're not all, they're not all gonna be running their own church. They're all yeah. gonna be doing like different things. And it like don't, there are a have lot of just every everyday neighborhood yeah. people. Your friendly neighborhood Superman. Superman. I was gonna say yeah. your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Get out of my head, yeah. please. <laughs> I really was thinking that just now. But mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like we make it a lot harder than what it is. And the reason why a lot of us never understand what our calling is or we never get to it is because 
I think it's mainly logic and just trying to understand mm-hmm. instead of understanding that God operates outside of our understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like we fight it, and and we don't yeah. we don't listen. It's the obe it's the obedience because when we try to dabble in whatever that is, we feel like we're being drawn to. It doesn't look the way we thought it would, mm-hmm. so we want to give up on it really easily, not realizing that hey, no, like this. This is what it takes, but it's gonna be worth worth it. Um, and everything you do is important. Like every single person is important. I keep telling people this. I am just as important to the company that I work for as the boss. Right. Because if I don't do my job, the boss doesn't do what I do. The boss has hired me to do what they don't do. And I feel like that's that, the that, same for us. That reminds me of a verse actually about like the body. Mm-hmm. I don't remember like how every part like of the every body every part of the body has oh a like function. what if each body part did the same thing or something yeah, like, I'm gonna find it they can't all do the same thing mm-hmm. but they all contribute to the body like yeah. it, they, they're they all important because mm-hmm. like I feel like this image is coming in my head where you're saying like if it does the same thing is is bringing that image of uh, like Spy Kids you ever watch Spy Kids yes the mm-hmm. people who look like a giant thumb yeah (laughs) i feel like like you just look like a giant thumb like everything doing the same thing yeah like it wouldn't differentiate your legs from your your neck and your arms like you just look like a thumb Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i could see now that that's it where um it's important to really have the discernment for real so that you know when to leave where you at and you know when to stay where you are right right because like ebony just said if it doesn't look like what what you thought it looked like but you got to stick through it because that's the purpose for you. Yeah, that's yeah. where you're being called to. Exactly. But other times, bro, it's like, okay, I'm here, but how do I know if I'm supposed to be here for, like, why am I staying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. basically, yeah, bro, building that discernment. That's something I need to yeah, work on, too. Yeah, you have to connect. It's, it's, it's a journey. It's a mission. Yeah. There was something else. There was something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember it right now. Body. So Moving. No, it wasn't the body. Some people. Not the thumb people. That was Ashton. That was all Ashton. Um, the thumb people. The thumb people. Did you miss that? I. She was I, looking for a Bible verse. Yeah. Oh, you were looking for a Bible verse, and I, and yeah, I didn't thumb. find it. I need. I need more time okay. to like. But yeah, I knew. I know what verse. Oh, I remember. About. I remember what I was gonna say. So, um, I remember in the young adults group that we're in. I brought up seeing this video and it was this um this man and he was playing minecraft and he was a believer and there was a guy that he was playing with that really he he seemed like he was lukewarm Mm. and they're just playing the game and then the believer brings up oh like do you believe in jesus because obviously they have the headsets and they're talking to each other so he was like you believe in jesus and the guy's like um yeah you know i know him like Mm kind of wishy-washy about it and the believer's like do you mind if i pray for you and the guy's like oh yeah sure like let me um let me cover you let's go to a safe spot and like yeah you can pray for me over there and i was like that's something i will never forget that that was one of the most creative things ways of evangelizing that i've ever seen praying for someone in game in the game meeting like you don't forget where they are and that's probably what his calling is and that's probably what his calling is because i feel like a lot of people are turned like off from like 
evangelizing like that word used to make me like uncomfy because anxious, but like, yeah well, gotta go talk to strangers. you gotta go talk to people like you gotta go outside and be that person with a sign like holding it up on the side of the road and being like jesus is coming back jesus you is don't coming have to be, you don't have but to be it aggra- doesn't have to I, we don't like have that. to be aggressive with it like, you don't have right. to be screaming down people's throats not even saying like, repent even, <laughs> even like okay so even like like some like jehovah witness right like they just come they knock on your door you know they try to be nice like Hey, you know, be asking time to talk about Jesus, but it's like as common as that is, you know, you don't, you don't really want to. Really felt that. <laughs> you don't want to, you know. Sometimes you don't want to talk to them. I mean, you dodging oh them. Gosh. You dodging them. So, yeah. the method really is important it's about important. how you approach it. That's that's what I think. Mm. Yeah. Is so that it's ice cream yeah. Yep, definitely. But but, but yeah. Oh, see, he sorry, could be evangelizing. But as like, a it's nice. It's nice to see the different avenues that it can be done so that you can it can open your mind to that okay i can be used in some way because mm. some people are sitting around feeling like oh my gosh like i'm useless yeah i don't know what i can do for the kingdom of god like you can use your art you can draw you can paint for jesus like people can feel the love of god through your artwork through your music through, through your singing you? through you like mm. just there have been people too that i've seen um they work in the food industry mm-hmm. And maybe they haven't like spoken about Jesus mm-hmm. to their coworkers, but one day the coworker will just be like, "There's something about you, like you're like the so atmosphere, like yeah, the, yeah, the atmosphere, mm-hmm. like there's something about you, like you're so like different. Like, vibe. what is it about you? What do you do that I'm not doing? And then that will lead to a conversation. Yeah, yeah, for real. Actually, you know what's so crazy? So, um, I used to do a job where I used to travel, right? So I went to Fort Myers. Uh, which is like two hours away from here for one day and after the job because i used to um promote this this home improvement um what do you call it home improvement product mm-hmm. and so while i was there you know working there's this one lady that caught my eye you know what i mean like just because she's walking around with her kid whatever and after the show when i'm done packing up i walk outside randomly like there's no more like regular mm-hmm. civilians just the people yeah. who are there at the show mm-hmm. who are promoting stuff I walk out and the lady was just right there and she said she was waiting for me and then she just started evangelizing and and she wanted to pray for me and i was like that's 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 odd that's weird yeah, you know it's, it's different for you it, yeah. it is it yeah is. that's and that, that's that like sometimes that's what god's that's what he does like, i had he, an experience he places people. like that actually yeah. um i had, was taking a call from a customer and after helping her out and everything at the end of the call she was like do you have anything that you'd like to have prayed for? I was like, excuse me? She was like, yeah, no. Do you have anything that you'd want to pray for? And mm. I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Yeah, and I spirit. told her, I was like, let's just pray for the world right now because there's so much craziness going on and it's scary. And I don't even know if I could have done that or not. But she sat there on that phone with me and we prayed and I literally cried. I was like, oh, my God, like, you don't know how much I needed that. Yeah. Wow. A complete stranger. And to this day, I can literally still reach out to her and see like how she's doing and vice versa. And it's it was a beautiful moment. Like you never know how God is like I thought like I couldn't do anything on my job to bless anybody. But I did a transaction for someone that was like, I'm in a homeless shelter and i can't afford this right now and i just need to return it i can't afford it like 
And I was like, no need to return it. Like, I'll just give you a refund. Like, it's okay. You can keep it. She bawled like a baby on that phone. She was like, you don't know. Like, I am going through so much right now. Like, I am homeless. Like, I am running away from my abusive ex. And, like, it's just a lot going on. And she had, like, an um like an Etsy store where she sold, like, faith-based items and stuff like that. And I was like, that's so, like, you don't know how much you can be a blessing for someone. I'm saying, like, your timing, bro, like, if you talk to somebody about God, your timing could be on point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, you exactly. never, like, you really, like, you yeah. never know, like, how much they need like, that two words. to you, but to that person, bro. You saying that's, that's exactly it. what mm-hmm. they need to hear. Exactly. And that's, that's how it works. And I feel like God can use you. God can literally use you anywhere. Yeah. And you have, once you are taking the time to seek him and read your word, I promise you, you have everything that you need. Like, you are already equipped. Now, I'm not saying you're equipped to start a church or start a YouTube channel or any of that. I'm not saying that you can't either. If that's what God is calling you to do, then do it. But whatever it is that you feel like God is calling you to do, do it with your whole heart. Mm-hmm. Because your heart posture is what's really important. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to just do stuff to, to do that. Like, yeah. people can feel your heart um, in the things that you do. Like, for instance, we I serve on students. So does Ashton and so does Ashley. And I don't go there just to go there or be like, oh, my God, I have to go deal with these kids. Like, no, I genuinely want to be there to share my heart with those kids and to help them because we kind of resp- we're responsible for the next generation of believers. Those are the people that are going to lead these churches. Those are going to be the kids on the worship team. Those are going to be the people raising up the next generation. Yeah. And we have to be more intentional about doing that. And you don't, you're like, at some point, there's going to be an opportunity that, that presents itself to you. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, you don't have to be aggressive about it. Like, you don't have to just grab a Bible and just slap someone with it. Like, <laughs> not for real. Like, Bible it could, something. Like, it could be generous. Like, it, it could be wholehearted from the heart. Like, like once you pour out your heart to someone, like, it'll be, I guess, understood more on a, on a, on a better level. Because sometimes when you just come to people and they realize that, People could see when you're not really genuine, and you're just yes. quoting something, or you're just you yes. just you just reading a, a, a book word for word, and it's not really coming from your heart. Like people could tell when when that's happening. So you don't actually have to just quote the Bible. Like talk about yourself. Talk about what you went through. Like share. Transparency yeah, is key. Share. Like share. vulnerability right. is key. That's that, how you get people. That, yeah, that not not, like, not even not be even, overcome not even, like, by the blood to, of the yeah, lamb like, and the word of our that testimony. Would, that would reach someone's heart. Heart. Like And that's why like, I connect a, with so a, many pastors level. now, not because like they pastors and I feel like they better than me. No. They are adamant about letting people know that I am literally just like you mm-hmm. on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. Like pastors preachers all they are no different from us regular people they are tried and tested but they have gone through a lot of the things that we experience and they have found a way to get through it Mm -hmm. and to whom much is given much is required and like pastors are held very like highly because god is trusting their people in the hands of these pastors Mm -hmm. and god is trusting our friends and family in our hands like and they, they are they we are play, we play like, an important role they are seen as a higher standard but it doesn't mean we as people have the right to condemn them to a certain to our standard i would say 
because at the end of the day, that's God's job. If you're receiving the word that they're presenting and you feel like, hey, this is from God, then that is that is that is good. That's it, yeah. You can mind you, if you see someone walking out of place or out of turn to their calling, you can speak up about it. But I would say try as us as people to try not to be judgmental about it and condemn yeah. people when you're thinking like, Oh, you should be perfect and I'm the sinner and you should be perfect because God's using you. No, God's nah, using man. all of us they, they just and none of us are perfect. So we, we also have to keep that in mind as well. They might have a little yeah. more determination, but they're just like us for sure. Yeah. I always feel like we should lead with grace first mm-hmm. and then correct after, like don't put the correction before the grace mm-hmm. because people want to know how much you care first before they, they hear how much you know. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Like a lot of Christians don't realize that that we tend to lead with you can't do this and you can't do that yeah. and you sin and you sin and you sin and no, but you need to lead with the love, lead with the love of Christ. Right. Also. Explain to people this is what you have available to you. Mm-hmm. This is here is a man or a almighty being that loves you regardless of who you are at this very moment regardless of what you're doing at this very moment he loves you and he wants you to receive that love and accept that he's the lord of your life that's Mm -hmm. the good you got to tell them the good news Mm -hmm. and then after after you tell them the good news and they've accepted it because that's Mm -hmm. a part after you tell them the good news and they've chosen to accept it then you got to tell them the bad news you got to die so sorry Yes, God loves you, but you can't stay this way. Right. But you can't keep doing this. Yeah, but we as lead with um well anyway, and before you could even try to get into this club, you have to do this, 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 and this. I'm you gotta saying, fix bro. this, 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 and this. Like, no, 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 no. You need to lead with love. God loves you regardless of the state mistakes you make today, tomorrow, yesterday. He knows what you can do twenty minutes after this conversation. Yeah. It's just that you have to but heavy on it if you receive it. Yeah. Because we be right. expecting unbelievers and people that haven't accepted God and people that don't get out of a relationship with him, we be expecting like Christian acts out of them. Yeah, man. Can I say something too? Yes. Cause going back to what Ashton said earlier about like that thing inside of you that like, like um, bothers like that you, constant, yeah. that constantly bothers you. I'm going to say something that bothers me a lot. So when it comes down like to people correcting first, wanting to correct first, they never acknowledge that okay scratch that let me say this differently so there are some people that are out here actually trying to do wrong and harm people and there's other people that unintentionally do wrong but they're doing their best and they just don't know any better because ignorance is bliss so it's like when you're approaching those people and you're saying you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong and they're out there doing their best it doesn't sound the best to them mm-hmm. it's just like it's like you're telling me i'm doing everything wrong and i know in my heart and that's the key word like in their heart they are doing their best so they're automatically not going to want to hear what you say mm-hmm. but if you acknowledge i see that you're doing your best i see that you're doing this i see that you're doing that i see that you're doing that that's covering that's grace there's a grace in that because you're saying even though you have fallen short i'm not gonna say you haven't fallen short i'm acknowledging the effort that you've put in Mm -hmm. even though when you even when you didn't know better i'm acknowledging the heart 
that you have mm. first and then we can correct the spots then we can correct those like sore spots i like for me it's very important every single time that i see someone fall short i want to always acknowledge i see that you tried i see that you put the effort in to do the right thing to do this correctly yeah that's really all i had to say really like always acknowledge first like i see you're trying i see you're doing your best there's some people that are intentionally doing awful they need to be dealt with it differently <laughs> um but the people that are like trying which i feel like is a good chunk of people mm-hmm. that are just trying to do their best that they, they're not believers yet but they have families and they love them and they're trying to be the breadwinner for their families mm-hmm. they're trying to make sure their kids have somewhere good to sleep at night somewhere warm to sleep make sure their families have food like that's a good heart they mm-hmm. just they just need God. to have the revelation mm-hmm. of Jesus. That's it. Don't put down what they have done so far. Yeah. Build it up. See, yeah. yeah. I completely second everything you're saying. Because if you're discouraging someone, bro, after they're trying, that basically is gonna defeat all the determination and all the commitment they had to whatever mission that they were on. Agreed. And personally, like if I don't feel welcome somewhere, why would I go there? Mm. So right. if you're not, um, you know, trying to be accepting of people, bro, even with their flaws and what they're doing, as bad as it might be, bro, if they are willing to make the change, bro, you have to, like you said, lead with that grace. You have to give them the chance to, to do better yeah. properly. And you, you don't want to be the person to try to deter someone from their calling because that's like, that's against God, I would say. That, that isn't something that's godly or loving. That's more like envy or jealousy or hatred even Mm -hmm. and then you might also say that you know okay some people need tough love but at the end it's still love know what i mean so i I think we tend to use that that that, saying that saying as an excuse like oh i just being real but are you acting out of love like no i just being being honest there's a way to be to be real and truthful in a loving way like you could find a loving way now there are some people that honestly you can't give it loving because they're listening so yeah, you got to raggy them. You got to rough them up. Like but, <laughs> but yeah, no, there are sometimes like you, like you have to deliver a message in love because, yeah, like Jesus was serious and he loved us and he was very truthful in everything he said, but you ain't see Jesus, the son of God out here talking to us sideways mm-hmm. and expecting us to follow him. Like, no, Jesus still had love, grace and respect for everybody, even the people that didn't follow him. Like, over respectful yeah exactly but we got any because that speaks volumes yeah more than somebody that wants to like just call you out on everything mm. yeah yeah like if you slap the cheeks and they turn the other cheek you don't got to tell them that they slapped the cheek because they know mm. and maybe they weren't going to slap the other cheek Anyway, on that note, do we have any <laughs> last got it, got and <laughs> do we have any last and final remarks Closings. If not, then Ash, you could close yeah, us out. That was my final remark. But we hope that these few words or sayings um, really touch like whoever's listening or watching. We hope to touch your heart. We hope to really like. I guess you're not talking in the mic. 
We pray that these words of encouragement and influence has touched your heart, who's ever listening and watching. Watching, uh, you know, it's it's all it's, it's mind you, this isn't scripted. It's all it all comes from the from the top, from from the from dome. The, from, yeah, from the dome. It's all from the top. It's like not a rapper, but uh, yeah, we. <laughs> Y'all two are rich. <laughs> this one crying. You can, you can close us out or no, because you're doing the most, oh Mr. God. Williams. Mm-mm. That's all for today, guys. You know, we appreciate everybody who's listening and watching. You know, it's it's always good, you know, coming together, us, you know, communing. Doing that life a word? together and that's talk a, about yeah, it. that's a word. Talking Doing about life it. Doing life together and talking about it. Yes, and sir. This was a rich word. Like, I, I appreciate it. Did y'all enjoy it? Y'all enjoy it? Yeah. Like my co-host, y'all enjoy it? Yeah. Oh, for sure. See, they're, they're yep. filled with joy yes. right now. So they really enjoyed this the, today. But, you know, you know, it's been watching this. It's that, been watching. <laughs> Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share, and hit the notification bell to be notified anytime we post another video. That's mainly for the people I'm that watch here. on YouTube. I'm still here closing. So, yeah, you already know. It's your boy, Ash, and you've been watching and listening to More Than Conversation. Yes, yes, yes. Where we do life together. This is the most awkward it. closeout. Do, this is, isn't awkward at all. This is a ever, 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 ever. Chick-a-blick-a-blick. Chick-a-blick. Yeah. MTC, MTC on, on three. three. Yeah, I'm talking. Sorry. I'm talking. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. MTC on three. One, two, three. MTC. MTC.